Yeah, dude, there's no perfect person, no such thing as the best person, you know? Like, everybody has their mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes, you know? So I guess, like, within these past three years, man, like, I've, I've fucked up a lot, you know? Like, with a lot of, like, different situations, you know? And sometimes it seems constant. It's like, man, like, at the end of the day, I'm like, man, is this bad luck? Like, somebody doing fucking witchcraft on me? Like, why are these bad things happening back to back to back? And, like, I, I think about it, I was like, man, I swear I'm a good person. Like, my heart belongs to, like, I have good intentions. My heart comes from a good place. I'm like, why are these bad things happening, you know? A lot of the times in life, we're just not, we're not fully there. We're not 100% there. And it's not that we don't want to, we don't, it's not that we don't want to give what we can to somebody. It's that we can't. It's that, that we're not ready. It's that I'm not ready. And that's okay. That's okay to not be ready. The reason I chose that specific title was I'm not ready for love. I'm not ready to grow up. I'm not ready to be the person that I need to be for you. Or I'm not ready to be the person I need to be for me because I'm still growing and I'm still flawed. And that's okay. But nobody will ever say that that's okay. This is Sad Boy Radio. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Sad Boy Radio. I'm your host, Matt. And today we got a very special guest. One of, I would say, Pilsen's own, but Midway's own. But he be in Pilsen all the time. Go ahead and introduce yourself, bro. What's up, guys? My name's Kike. How's it going? What's up with this mustache, bro? <laughs> you you got to fill me in on that. When I met you, you didn't have a mustache. <laughs> hey, man. I'm working on something. I'm working on something. <laughs> to be honest, bro, because I, I, I normally get a haircut like once every three weeks. And I was like man like i just want to like not do that so i wasn't like shaving or cutting hair like uh, getting a haircut or whatever and then i was like fuck it so i ended up like shaving i was like man like so i'm like really big into baseball and stuff so i see a lot of baseball players doing it so i was like yo that's pretty raw like fuck it i'm gonna do it like i don't care but i've been i've, <laughs> I've been getting shits on the comments about it you're funny as yeah fuck, bro. <laughs> you know what what pissed me off was the fact that like I just had a family party and I was uh-huh. trying to line my shit up. Uh-huh. I fucked it up, so I had to shave the ah. whole thing. And I knew you were coming <laughs> on, so I'm like, "Fuck, I'm not gonna have my mustache." <laughs> but yeah, bro, I was like, "Ah, oh, that shit hurt me. That shit hurt my soul." You know what it's like when you're trying to line your shit up and then you just fuck it up and you're like, "Damn, I gotta, I gotta get rid of the whole thing." That's my biggest fear, and right everybody's like, "Yo, just like trim it," and I'm like, "I want to, but I just don't know how to." You know, because it's <laughs> it's easier said than done. I'm like, but like this morning, I was like. I'm, like, cutting, like, little pieces of grass and shit. I'm, like, come on. Like, You're come funny on. as fuck. <laughs> nah, you know what? My shit starts to come down this way. Does That's your shit mine, do that? That's yeah. what mine's doing. Yeah. Literally. I'm, like, fucking. But my dope. shit was, like, doing that shit. So uh-huh. I'm, like, fuck, bro. <laughs> so I was trying to, and I did a little too much here. And uh-huh. it was a wrap. Ah. I was, like, damn, it's over. <laughs> It'd be like that. <laughs> Go ahead and give yourself an introduction. Go ahead and tell the people who you are and what you're about. Cool, cool. Hi, my name's Kike. Um, I DJ uh, pretty much around, like, Pilsen. Um working my way up uh i do liquor box as well um yeah i know my friends that knew me before djing i played baseball pretty much my whole life um i played baseball like shit in college and i was really big on that with my family and all that they pretty much all grew up on baseball so i was always big on that before uh djing i mean i play the piano as well so i play the piano and that was like one of my favorite like things to do i actually taught myself how to play the piano through youtube that's a fucking talent learning to learning to do some shit through youtube i still remember it was like in, it was like when was it like 2016 2017 and i was like man i just i was just like i want to play the piano so something about it and i just went on youtube did it and it was during it was during the uh, 
what do you call it, black sale, like for Thanksgiving? Black Friday. Black Friday. I went to a guitar center. I bought one for half off, and it was a good one. It was, it was I think they're worth like 600 But I think I got that for like 300 And I'm like, man, I just started going on YouTube and just started playing. And I had a homie of mine that he, he was really good, and he learned off YouTube as well. And uh, he would just come over to my house. To this day, he, he, yeah, he's the one that gives me the tattoos as well. So I got these little bad boys. <laughs> Um, but yeah, since then, I, you know, I was playing the piano and I loved it. Um, that, that show would drive me crazy, bro. I remember I would be playing to like three in the morning. So how'd you get into DJing? How I got into DJing was first, like my dad had this uh, mixture back then and, uh, it was like with the CDs and stuff. So I remember like that one, like specific memory was like, I remember I was just sitting next to him. I was, I was like a little kid and I was just watching him like, you know, like mix and stuff. So I kind of had like that idea, like through him. Um, but like, I guess you could say like when I decided to take it serious where like, you know what, like I want to like actually start playing and stuff and you know, like I really want to take this serious was, um, literally I when was, this was like over a year ago, a year and a half ago. I was like, you know what? I bought the equipment I needed. I'm like, just the same way, the, the same way I thought about like playing the piano was the same way I did it with DJing. You know, I, I, I went on YouTube and I was just learning how to blend, learning how to do specific things. And I remember I would record myself. I had a little like tripod and I record myself. And it was funny because <laughs> I still have the videos and I think about it. I was like, man, I killed that. <laughs> then I look at it and my like, bro, that shit was ass. Like, yeah. Hey, like, you're going to have to give me one of those videos to fucking post. I was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think there's a couple. I remember I deleted all of them because once I realized how ass it was, like as I, as I started like growing, I was like, you know what, man? Nah, I don't want this shit in my library. That's but, the uh, promo, bro. That's yeah, the promo. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I still have some, though. But the same way I treated playing the piano was with DJing. And uh, one thing I did, uh, well, one thing I, I knew I had to do with uh, is if I wanted to keep playing, like, at the bars, clubs, and all that stuff, was I had to, like, network and show them that I really i am serious about this and I really do want to, like, continue doing this, you know? So... I would uh I would just literally go to these bars like Pilsen area and stuff because that's where I knew like there was Raw's DJs. I would just go over there and just watch, I, you know. I'll just watch and watch and thankfully shout out to all those guys uh that would DJ over there. They would let me stand there, you know. Like not all DJs really do that, you know. Especially if they're like pretty big, they don't know you and you're like, yo, can I watch? They're like, who are you? You know, I don't even know you, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I think. Thank and shout out to those guys for uh, letting me do that. So I would just go over there, watch them, then uh, start doing house parties. And I remember I really didn't go out as much in high school because um, I was always playing baseball. And, like, my dad was constantly on me with, like, if I wasn't playing, I was practicing. If I wasn't practicing, I was he was always trying to move me around with a lot of things. He wanted you to be a star, bro. He wanted you to make it to the league. Yeah, man, I was young, and I, I thought the same thing, man, when I was young. I was like, hell, yeah, I'm, this is what I want to do. Let's take it to the networking aspect, right? You mentioned that. My bad, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, you're good, you're good. But you mentioned the networking aspect, right? That that's a vital thing to be doing, especially when you're involved in any type of entertainment, right? Yeah. When it comes to doing this, when it comes to singing, and having that right team. You know, I was just listening to a Gibeon interview. Just so you guys know, this this outline <laughs> revolved around Gibeon and oh, his yeah. new album, but. His interview, he talks about with Zane Lowe that it really is about having the right team. You could have all the talent in the world, but at the end of the day, like, if you don't have the right people around you, you're just going to fail. And that's what makes me so grateful for Vic, bro. Like, I, this is Vic's shout-out for the episode. But 
this this dude gets a shout out every episode but for real like without Vic this shit wouldn't exist and like we just keep on growing and growing and growing and it's it's almost like working out bro like you know that first year was kind of like damn we didn't see too much growth but we saw it ourselves that like we were growing and we were getting better right now people are seeing the growth and people are seeing the results and that's what makes it 10 times better i'm sure if you ask him off camera he'll be like yeah that first year like we didn't see much now we're seeing it right but as far as like those relationships and networking you're involved in so much bro i mean you got those personal relationships with king inez you got the personal relationship with jay santos and then you have the dweeb squad right right so go ahead and talk about the dweeb squad first and you know what they mean to you and how they've helped you grow oh hell yeah um shout out to uh west okan it's part of dweeb and uh, father oscar um so honestly um I i've seen that name father oscar yeah i've he's, seen that name he's part of our media Tata tacos oh, okay he's like the owner of it oh he's the one that does that La yeah, Brenda, yeah right yeah, okay yeah. okay go ahead honestly so when i first decided to take uh take like djing seriously i already knew like wes like um since we're like shorties because uh shout out to spanky well he's like my boy like my best friend my brother and all that um so when we're in high school we used to go to these parties with them and i want to say they're like around like our age already and uh, I remember we used to go to these parties, and I remember, like, vividly, like, we would watch, like, these DJs, and, like, they do some banger parties, you know? So just having them, like, back then, so when we were young, um, I had kind of already knew, like, there was this atmosphere, like, this this nightlife thing, like, did exist, you know? So without them, I, I wouldn't have known, like, that even, like, existed, because I was just, you know, like, I was just playing ball and just chilling like a little kid, that's it. So we would go out, you know, and watching all, like, them DJ, watching Wes DJ and all that. That was raw. So I remember when I, I actually told him, I'm like, hey, you know, like, thinking about, like, DJing. And he was just 100% all for it. He told me what to do, what to get. He was very supportive in it, you know. So um, when it came to that, um, yeah, shout out to uh, him for that. And uh, Father Oscar, um, uh, also part of the Weep Squad, one of the main guys as well. Um, when I decided to, uh, like, as well, take it serious, um, it's funny how I met him, actually. We always knew each other when I was little, but we didn't get close to, like, over a year ago. Uh, it was through working out. We were just working out together and everything. But Father Oscar, when it came to back to connections and networking, he kind of, like, helped me, like, uh, like, network in a way, you know? Like, I would just show up with him, you know? I would go hang out with him, you know? Because I knew he had, like, he had his media thing going, which was popping off. It's going crazy now. It was going crazy last year, but just compared to where it was at, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just wanted to be there because I'm like, you know, this guy's doing something right. You know, he's separating himself within the community. Like, he's doing something crazy, and that's the way I took it. So I'm like, you know, I want to be around him. Like, I, like, I pretty much, like, looked up to, like, the way he was just hustling. So I just wanted to hang out with him, and uh, me doing that led me to, like, building all these connections with all these other DJs, these uh, – not specifically DJs, but, like, just people within that, I guess you could say, like, creative community, you know, I guess, or, like, artistic community. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, just them, like, influencing me on, like, knowing how to network, supporting me when it came to, like, specifically DJing and all that stuff. They they definitely were a big part of that. I say without them, I pretty pretty much wouldn't know. <laughs> I even wouldn't even know like where I would be right now, to be honest. Damn. Yeah. It'd really be like they're like my big here. brothers. Yeah. Nah, I get you, bro. And I mean, that's what you gotta do. You gotta su- surround yourself with successful people, right? Because the most successful people, it it's like what they say, right? 
you can't be the smartest person in the room. You don't want to be the smartest person in the room because if you're the smartest person in the room, then you're in the wrong room. So if you're the most successful person in the room, what are you doing? Because that just means you're carrying people or people aren't working as hard as you. And there's nothing wrong with, you know, that there's nothing wrong with having people around you that you can help out. But at the same time, you want to be in a position where you can be helped out and you can grow. Because if you're just stuck in the same position, it's really like what how do you grow? How do you become a better you than you were? Right. Of course. So go ahead and talk about Santos, man. I know you guys have a very close relationship. How how did that happen? And, you know, what have you learned from him? Yeah, again, this was all last year, too. Like, time's flying, man. Um, so I met Santos because I, I, uh, I was helping Father Oscar. I'm just calling him out. I was helping Oscar um, with, his, uh, with his pop-up event. And um, I just remember I was just there helping out and whatever. Then uh, he literally just came up, you know, he introduced himself. And uh, he was like, hey, like my name. I, he was talking to Oscar. Then I think I was just in the background just like helping out. But then I'm not too sure how specifically how we ran into each other. Like, I don't know how, like what, who, who said what first. But I remember we ended up meeting that day. And we we're just like, he's like, he's like, I'm a DJ. I'm like, you're a DJ. Like, I DJ too. He's like, yeah. I was like, what the heck? I'm like, bro. I'm like, finally, somebody like around my age, like, that I, that I know, you know? I was like, dude, like, around this time, I was doing house parties. So I'm like, bro, like, I, I'm doing this house party. Um, you know, it's going to be a year. I'm like, I'm doing this house party for July 4th. It was in Bridgeport. I'm like, yo, you should come. And I think I had invited him um, at another one. But I think he was doing, he was out of town or something. But that house party on July 4th uh, was the first time we, like, DJ together. And he was like, you know, he's like, bet I'll, I'll pull up. And I didn't even know this guy was like from up north. So I was like, man, this. So just thinking about it, yo, he had to come all the way down for this. So I'm like, you know, that's crazy. Who? Uh, Santos? Yeah. He's not from north. Yeah, he is. Where do you think he's from? Bro, he's not from north. Oh, north side? Yeah. No fucking way. You thought he was from like Pilsen or Midway? I thought he was from south. Nah, he's north side. Where north? Shit. Man, I don't even know neighborhoods like that up north. Uh, yeah. Um. I know he, I don't even know, but I know he's from the north side. That's Bro, I swear he told me south confirmed. side. Confirmed. Damn, he lied to me. <laughs> uh, for uh, no, he's from El Salvador. I mean, you're talking about South America. <laughs> <laughs> what have you learned from him? What I learned from Santos, um, I remember just knocking out these house parties with man. This man was his uh, the way he's determined and the way he like wants to get better was something that it was as a like having a partner like that was good to see. You know, it was more of like. You know, you could take this shit serious, you know, like you can actually like keep doing, you could keep growing from this, you know, and he pretty much taught me like, you know, it's all fun and games, you know, but at the end of the day, like you're for real, you got to be for real too. You got to let people know you're for real. You got to hold yourself accountable. You got to pretty much like, you got to let these people know that you're serious because nobody wants nobody that just parties and shit and like, you know, because DJing comes with that. But also if like you really want to see yourself grow with like, with where we're at, you know, you got to let people know, especially, like, the big dogs, you know, like, they don't want to get somebody that just gets fucked up all the time and shows up drunk, you know, like, they don't want that. They want somebody that's determined and, you know, that's, like, gets there on time, gets their shit done. Fucking, they know, like, with me, I could say I killed it, but at the end of, the, in the back of my head, I'm like, I know what I got to get better at, you know? Like, I, I, I notice what I need to improve on, you know? So, that's one thing that Javi is as well. And I think just having that next to me, it was just like, you know what? You know, it's like, you know, it's kind of like that saying, like, who you surround yourself with, you know, like having him as a DJ, like, 
with like we have like those same goals to like just play and network and grow and you know like you, you know you never know where it could take you you know so he knows that i know that and kind of just having that together like built luck with it's kind of awesome like you know it's not i feel like you kind of need that especially like being new to it you have your partner in crime going through it with you rather yeah. than somebody who's just gonna come along and be like yo you're successful like yeah. l- let me tag along with you you know what i'm saying that's i mean i don't want to talk about vic again so <laughs> let's move on right and last person we're gonna uh-huh. talk about right your girlfriend's favorite dj oh King <laughs> these are my girlfriend i'm like bro i'm not taking <laughs> man <laughs> <laughs> shit maybe you got three bro nah man I'm chilling, man. I swear to God. <laughs> so let's go ahead and talk about her, King Inez. What have you learned from her? Shout out to her. That's my, that's my girl, man. I love her. That's your girlfriend? No, man. That's like my sister, bro. That's that girl. That girl hustles, man. All I can say, that girl hustles. She knows what she's doing, and she's fucking doing it 100%. So just seeing that and just watching that is like, man, like this girl knows how to take her uh, opportunities. She doesn't not well. She knows how to go crazy with it and like over exceed like expectations. So I give her props, man, like, and she knows that too. Like, you know, she knows she's killing and all that. And just to see her like, you know, like, cause everybody sees her as like, like Ines, like on stage, you know, and like she's always killing it, you know, she's going crazy, you know, doing a great performance. But like behind the scenes, man, this girl's like working as well. Like she's like, she literally is working and trying to figure things out on how to like create more shit. Like the logistics, like background, it's not just Oh, come to the stage and just play. We had this big. No, no, no. There's so much more that that takes for that, and like, just knowing that it's knowing that she does that fucking hundred ten percent. Like she, again, she has all my respect. Like I love her. Like with the work that she does, with the, the person she is. You know, like she's dope as hell. It's like this shit didn't just happen, and that's what we were just talking about. That like this shit didn't just happen. And like you told me, right? You're like, oh, I just started seeing you like around two, three months ago, and. Yeah, like more people keep seeing me around, but it's not like the shit happened overnight. You know, I think of the G Easy song, you know, me myself and I, where he says, you know, this shit ain't random. This, uh, this shit ain't random. I didn't get lucky. Yeah, I didn't get lucky. Like this shit was literally a year and a half's worth of work, and we're only gonna grow more, right? right. And that's the goal: is to never settle, to never be satisfied with what you already have achieved. Right. It's to look for the next thing and. Like I said in the last interview, sometimes the answer is not obvious. You got to go and make those opportunities work for you, and you also got to create those opportunities. That's why when it comes to Nas, it's like, man, I always think of, I'm a thinker, right? I think, how do I get this done? She's a doer. She goes and gets that shit done. So that's something I, shit, I hope I can learn from her is just how do I get this shit done rather than letting it be a dream, you know? Right, right. For you, what does the Dweeb Squad mean to you then? Or let's put it this way. What do these relationships mean to you? From meeting them to where we're at now overall, like with, within all of them, man, um, honestly, they mean, it means a lot to me. Like I consider them at this point, I consider them family. And it's pretty, it's cool like knowing that like I have like these people like around, you know, that, that love and care for me. Like, man, these people like know my parents, like they know my family, like. We go to Damn, why don't I know your family, <laughs> asshole? Hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> like I was saying, like, I, I go to their family parties. They come to my family parties. So, like, we that relationship we build just through, honestly, it was, like, pretty much just through music. You know, you, you can say, like, going out and, like, DJing. Like, with where it's at now and, like, with, like, the way our bond is, like, man, like, it, it means a lot to me. And 
knowing that I have their, like, support system, like, within the good and bad, like, there's been, like, I, I tell them when there's things wrong with me, and, like, and, like I, like, you know, I tell them, like, I need help in certain situations, and just having that support and, like, care within all of them, man, it's, it means so much to me, and, like, I, I, I never knew it was, like, it was gonna be like that, I didn't know, like, that's what's gonna come when it came into, like, this whole, like, nightlife DJing thing, I never knew, like, that was gonna come, and the fact that it came like that, like, man, I couldn't have... I couldn't have asked for anything better than that, and I, I, I'm just grateful, to be honest, overall. Sometimes, you know, those unexpected things in life are the best things in life, right? The, the most special things that you make, and sometimes, like they say, uh, some of the best memories you make are going to be the ones that are unexpected, those nights where you say, okay, rather than, oh, no, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With that being said, although you have a lot of people surrounding you and you have all these close relationships that, you know, they make you feel comfortable, at the end of the day, it's really just you by yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times it can feel like I'm alone. Mm -hmm. And that's the scary thing, right? It makes you feel like, damn, I'm not ready when you really think about it, right? Just like you mentioned to me that, Right now, you're at a point in life where it's kind of you're trying to figure yourself out, but it also feels like I'm not ready to take that next step yet. Right. Because we're so young, we're still trying to figure out ourselves. And now you got to become financially stable. Now you got to become mentally stable and emotionally stable and create these relationships where sometimes you're not ready for it. Right. What we're really going to focus on today, we're not going to focus so much on like the I'm not ready is the aspect of growing up we're gonna focus on that i'm not ready in the aspect of love right something that me and you kind of talked about and on top of that like i said the inspiration behind this one was Gibeon and his new album give or take so Gibeon on his new album he released the summary or he released the editor's note on apple right and the editor's note says give or take unfolds like the pages of a journal detailing the romantic escapades of a 20 something who loves love but isn't always prepared to have it between wandering eyes, bad timing, and desire, and a desire to heal always at odds with the weakness of the flesh, there's a bit of everything here conceptually. The songs are experiences he recounts to his mom in search of advice or perhaps absolution. That's why the stories kind of feel like a roller coaster and not just one smooth story because it was more sporadic, he explains. I really wanted to give people a look behind the curtains of a 26-year-old man growing up today. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Took the words out of my mouth. And when I read that immediately, I knew I'm like, damn, I got to listen to this album. You know, I've always said that I love love. And for a year and a half, I've given people the perception that like, damn, I'm heartbroken. Sad boys for real. Yeah. And just like, fuck love. Right. Yeah. And that that was never the reality. It wasn't that I hated love. It wasn't that I hated like the idea of being with somebody. It was the idea that like. I'm not ready to be with somebody and I'm not ready to give that commitment to somebody, right? In the song Scarred by Giveon, he says, you're under me, but I'm not over and not over all the things I told you. Oh, babe, I'm broken, numb to all your emotion. My last love was cold, so now I gotta be the coldest. And everybody's felt that shit, bro. Everybody has felt that shit on a new level where it was like, this person hurt me, so I gotta hurt the next person. And it just goes, or not even hurt the next person, but it's just that I can't give you what you need. Right, right. Just like they say, hurt people hurt people. And when I heard that shit, bro, I was like, damn, because like, you know, you're under me, but I'm still not over, not over all the things that I told you. Because you know, when you're with somebody right after, you know, whatever you go through, a relationship, a situationship, 
you told them everything that went down and they just kind of listen because they're like oh well i'm not gonna do that to you i can change you i can change your mind and it's never that situation it's that i'm not over it so i can't give you what you want from me you know what i'm saying man um especially at that beginning part like you mentioned um or what did it say it's something about like like i can't give you my love because i can't even i'm like i'm working on myself and all that I felt that like a hundred and ten percent, man. Because I guess you could say like these past two, three years, man, it's just been within myself, man. I've been, I've been trying to like get everything together, trying to get like my life together, trying to like learn how to love myself, doing things that I thought that would make me feel happy, and you know, it did. Then you know, then it wouldn't. So then, just kind of not being like, kind of not being ready to like give a hundred percent, a hundred percent to somebody, kind of sucks because. As much as like you want to, and you're like, as much as as much as you want to, like you just know, like in the back of your head, is like, I'm not even 100% like within myself yet, and what I'm gonna do is just hurt you more, knowing damn well that I can't even love myself because then I'm not gonna give you the 110% that you need, you know, and I mean just based off of like personal experience, like I've tried to like do it, you know, like I've tried to like you know what. I have a lot of work on, but you know what? I am going to give it a shot. You know, I am going to, like, do these things. And as time's going, you know, it's good and everything. But then, like, I'm just so mentally not there where I start, like, tweaking in a little bit where I do things and ends up hurting that other person. And it's not more necessarily, like, intentional, but it's just, like, you're doing these mistakes. You're making these mistakes trying to make that person happy and you're not really doing it all you're doing is hurting yourself and the other person and i feel like that's kind of like that's kind of like the whole situation within like i can't i can't give you my all with if i can't even give myself all like i'm still trying to learn how to like love myself and be happy 100 percent, 24 7 because you can be happy like there is such thing as like being down but like there's a difference between being down then it just takes you on another like dark like path you could be down then come right back up because you know what <clears throat> i'm down but i know that i still have all this going within going for me i mentally um physically and just everything in general you know but kind of learning how to do that is is the whole goal especially i feel like within our age group right now you know like i feel like we're all going through that where we have our downs and we're trying to learn how to manage those downs and me personally until i figure that out where i'm happy and even something if something bad were to happen i'm overall i still know you know i'm good i still love myself and all that stuff like until i I learn how to do that and i'm trying to do that until i learn um man it's gonna i can't i I don't think i could give 100 percent because i thought i had it i thought i i I could give somebody 100 percent. you know what (laughs) it learned it turned out that i was just hurting myself and ended up hurting the other person and you know things of, things of that nature what do you feel like created that uncertainty within yourself honestly w- as i get older you know man i i really do want to start um i really do want to get like everything together within myself you know like like on like long-term goals i want to buy my house i um i want to be financially stable you know i want to have something where i want to have like a good career you know it could be djing it could be not djing like i I kind of learn, I understand that, you know, like my family, my family supports me playing and all that. Um, but they always tell me too, like, you know what, we support it and all that. But honestly, like you can also have a career as well while you do it. And I'm really sticking to that. I, 
So kind of like managing both ends, you know, trying to figure out my passion, which is DJing, and trying to figure out my career, you know, that's kind of like that that reality life uh, problem, life like situation that I feel like a lot of us like go through right now, you know, because honestly, we're 18 years old. At the age of 18, my bad, we're not 18. We're at the age of 18 years old. <laughs> Shit, I, sh- I know I shaved the mustache, <laughs> but bro, come on, too. You're out of cu- you're out of high school, and at the age of 18, I'm I'm thinking that is right. Um, <clears throat> we're asked to figure out our whole life through college, you know, and honestly, like, I feel like that's kind of crazy. Like, how are you going to tell me? I'm just barely figuring out life. How are you going to tell me, like, what I need to do for the rest of my life? Like, shit, I don't even know how to buy groceries, you know? Like, what the hell, you know? Like, what are you trying to do? Like, I, I just, I don't, I don't agree with that. And I feel like as we get older, man, trying to figure that, that, um, that problem is, uh, just trying to figure out like life and i feel like that's part of that problem like trying to figure out life i feel like me personally once i understand that whole process and accomplish all that i feel like mentally i'll be like 100 percent, you know like back to like where i can give somebody my all facts i like how you tied it back in because we're about to take bring it back <laughs> I, just like you said that's where a lot of us are in, in life right where we're at the point where we're expected to be adults and we're expected to know everything but at the end of the day it's like who taught us this who really set us up to know these things i mean everybody goes through it right everybody has to figure out on their own but navigating that and then navigating all these other things as well such as love right such as relationships with anybody let's take it back right Giveon also says so this is what i noticed right so throughout the album Giveon's kind of like telling those stories mm. and the second to last song, it's called Remind Me. I gotta listen to that. Oh, man, that was some good facts over there. He's saying about to say. <laughs> the second to last song is called Remind Me. And he says, you remind me of me the way you lead me on, the way you don't care when you leave. You remind me of me the way you get what you want, the way you don't care about me. And this is at the point where he's, you know, he's pretty much healed. He And he's able to see somebody else going through that process of, damn and he says you know is this karma calling because he fucked somebody else over he did the same thing to somebody else so is this karma calling are you doing this to me because i did this to somebody else and fuck man it's like once you've passed that healing process you're able to recognize it in other people you're able to see it and i just had that recently happen to me where this one girl she's like She's like, you know, clubbing and all that, like, it's not it no more. Like, yeah, it's fun and all, but, like, not all the time. And I'm like, damn, you've reached that part of your healing process. I'm proud of you (laughs) because I noticed that so long ago that, you know, I still love being out. I still love being able to network with people. But at the end of the day, like, I'm not out in the club, like, trying to be on some dumb shit, trying to be, like, blacked out like I used to be. Now it's like, now we're chill. Now we're over here networking and socializing, right? I feel like going out, that's a great way to have fun and network at the same time. You know, you also want to be that guy that just fucking, oh, here comes this guy, always gets blacked out. <laughs> Who's, whose turn is it? You, you don't want to be that guy, you know? Whose turn is it? <laughs> to damn, take care of damn, it. Damn, <laughs> you ended up like that Hell a couple nah. times. <laughs> hey, maybe like once or twice within these past three years, but that, nah. <laughs> but that's the thing, right, is that, like, I love that because, I love this album because it really takes me back to the time where, I was in that position where, you know, it says, you know, you're under me, but I'm not over. And, like, even with those relationships, you know that those relationships aren't going to last. 
but you wish that they could just stay there because they create that comfortability that it's like, damn, I got somebody that's down for me. I got somebody that's going to vibe with me, but they want something more. And like I, I showed you the clip, they want something more, but I know I can't give them that more because it is what it is. I'm too hurt still. <laughs> I'm too hurt. I'm still dealing. I'm still hurt within myself. I picked three songs, right? I picked three songs because they kind of detail the process, right? The scarred. I'm still scarred. I'm not over it. Remind me. I'm over it, and I can see it in somebody else that somebody else is going through this shit. And then in the middle, they got this song, Trying to Be. Mm -hmm. And he says that, trying to be all that I can be for you. When you're not with me, it's hard because it's lonely. Honestly, I told them I'm in love with you, but they're okay with being number two. Sheesh. That's the point where you reach that point where, like, you're healed, just like he said, like, wandering eyes and... um. It's not really an uncertainty anymore. It's not that you don't love this person. It's not that you don't want to be with this person. It's that now you're healed, but there's so many different options that come to you, especially when it comes to entertainment, right? So many more options open up, and it's like I'm trying to be all that I can be for you. And I tell them, I'll tell them straight up, like, I'm in love with you. I'm in love with this other girl. It's not you. But they're okay. They're okay with being that second person. And it's like, damn, all right, like, what do I do now? You know what I'm saying? Man, I, I guess it's all, man, it ties, it ties back down to, like, like you said, like, after that healing process, I could see, like, I could see, like, myself, like, being all healed, you know, everything figured out. I finally understand that whole process. Then um, I guess the way I'm, like, kind of perceiving it is, like, once you're healed and once you see that whole thing, um, and then you see, like, again, like, that person, you're like, man, I wish I was healed already because I would, like, give you my all. But, like, I found this person, you know, like, granted, I can't really, like, I don't really, I don't think I've been in that situation. But um, I'm just saying if I were to get older and, like, you know, that happens, I'm like, I was like, man, like, we built so many connections, like, back then. If I was just that person for you, man, like, I feel like everything would be different. You know, I wish, like, I had, like, I wish I had my shit together, like, back then. But. The, at the end of the time, like, I really wish you understood, like, I was not okay. And, like, I, I still needed to work on myself. And I still needed to learn how to, like, go through life. And, you know, it maybe takes for me to be by myself and alone, like, to figure this whole process out, like, out. You know, like, maybe I have to, like, be at my lowest, like, on my own. Maybe I have to go through the worst shit on my own, you know. And within all these experiences, like, I've kind of realized what I need to do, what I when I don't need to do anymore just to be healed again you know and once like say like once you're all healed up and it's already too late to be back with that person or yeah back with that person again I feel like like I was like damn like I feel like that's just another part of life as well is like like we all wish things like ended up like a certain way we all wish that like not just with a person but like in general you know you see so you had an opportunity and you messed it up like we man if I only did this, if I if I if I was just like this, I feel like, man, like this opportunity would be different. But I feel like everything happens for a reason, and these scars that that created us are definitely gonna like define us as we get older. And the fact that like we learn how to accept these scars, you know, as as much of it as it hurts us, I feel like we're gonna get older and kind of realize, you know, like, yeah, this sucks, but you know, I'm glad it happened because now I know how to react to a certain situation. Now I know how to like. Uh, be with certain people you know like so it's i feel like it's kind of like 
how I perceive this whole situation. What's one of those scars that comes to mind for you, and how has it helped you develop? Honestly, like again, like within these past three years, man, like again, I feel like no one's no one's like the ultimate like great person, you know, like no one's the best person, no one has it there. So in the album, his mom says there's no perfect relationships because there's no perfect people. Yeah, dude, there's no perfect person, no such thing as the best person, you know, like. Everybody has their mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes, you know. So I guess, like within these past three years, man, like I've I've fucked up a lot, you know, like with a lot of like different situations, you know. And sometimes it seems constant. It's like, man, like at the end of the day, I'm like, man, is this bad luck? Like somebody doing fucking witchcraft on me? Like why are these bad things happening back to back to back? And like I, I think about, it, I was like, man, I swear I'm a good person. Like my heart belongs to like. I have good intentions. My heart comes from a good place. I'm like, why are these bad things happening, you know? But honestly, like, the way I take it, man, like, within all these bad situations, within all these, like, hurt, hurtful, like, incidents, like, there's, there's, at the end of the day, it's just going to be a, a great outcome out of that, you know? As long as you know, like, I did, like, I fucked up in this situation or, like, why did this happen to me? As long as you understand that and how you learn to, like, avoid it or, like, become a better person to that situation, I feel like you're just holding yourself from a great outcome at the long run, you know? It might not be in a week. It might not be in a month. Shit, it might not be in a year. But, man, if you just keep hustling and keep knowing that you are that person, you want to be that best person that, you know, that that you could, like, you want to be that person. You want to be good. Like, for example, like, you have a girlfriend. You want her parents to look at you and, like, I want her, I want her to date my daughter. I want him to date my daughter. <laughs> Fuck. I want him to date my daughter. It's like, you know, or like you go to your family parties, like that guy, that, that my nephew, you know, whatever, like has his shit together. He's he's doing it, you know. But man, within all that, like you're gonna have to deal with a lot of shit. And that's I think that's what I've been realizing a lot, like lately. Damn, bro, Kike over here spitting knowledge, bro. <laughs> I just hit the mic. I felt that, bro, and it's it's one of those things like go back to the song, right? Trying to be, trying to be all that I can be for you, trying to be the best person that I can be. And sometimes it's just it doesn't work out that way. And what really like made me what really hit me, what you were saying was that, you know, we all wish that certain things worked out a certain way. And I used to always say this to people that. I always believed that I would have a specific conversation with one person. Right. It doesn't it doesn't have to be for closure. It doesn't I don't know what that conversation would be, but. I just know that that conversation is going to happen. And it was a feeling, right? Right, right. And I guess that could stem from, like, I wish that that conversation would happen rather than, you know, that's that's outcome I wished for. So when you talk about it, I know what you're saying. I know what you're feeling. And I'm like, damn, sad boys for real, bro. Like, I know that man feels that shit. And just like you said, man, uh, a lot of the times in life, we're just not, we're not fully there. We're not a hundred percent there and it's not that we don't want to we don't it's not that we don't want to give what we can to somebody it's that we can't it's that that we're not ready it's that i'm not ready and that's okay that's okay to not be ready the reason i chose that specific title was i'm not ready for love i'm not ready to grow up i'm not ready to be the person that i need to be for you or i'm not ready to be the person i need to be for me because i'm still growing and i'm still flawed and that's okay but nobody will ever say that that's okay yeah it's like i like you saying that it's like like i'm not ready i'm not like all this but like 
in the back of my head, like, I want to be ready for this. Like, I want to have my shit together. I want to be good for you. I want to be all these things, you know. But, you know, it's just easier said than done. Like, you know, like, we're all going through this process where, you know, it's not just handed to you, you know. Like, oh, here, here, here's a ticket. You're, you're ready. No, it's not how it works. Like, you're, you're going to have to figure out, a lot, like, a lot about life. And especially, like, if if nothing's given to you and you have to, like, grow and earn all that stuff like it's that's not how it works so like at the end of the day man like if you if you really want to be ready for somebody man it's you're gonna have to fully i feel like you 110 percent have to love yourself you know and that's just the way i like i take because i just that's what i think i feel like if you're not ready to love yourself 110 percent and you're still with this person like all it's gonna lead to like just a big old toxic relationship you know and you guys are gonna go through the worst together because of this person that doesn't love himself, you know, and it's just going to lead to a lot of like crazy negative energy within yourselves. And that's not what you want. And I would hope you wouldn't wish that upon your partner, you know, like just because I don't love myself, I don't want you to go through that, you know. And honestly, like my own personal experience, I, I had to tie it off because of that reason. Like I wasn't there and it was kind of hard to explain too, because it's like, why? Like you have this, you know, you have this job, you're doing this. Like why? I'm like, I know I do. It's just, I don't, I don't know why. And I, and this is the, the process I need to go through alone, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, you know, it's still like, it's still there, you know? I'm st- like, I feel like just every, just as everybody else, not just me. Like we're all going through that process of life where we want to be ready. We, I feel like as long as you know that you want to be ready and you're doing, you're taking action to want to be ready, then you're going to be set for a great life. Cause if you're just like being complacent and you're like, you know, eh, fuck it i'll do it tomorrow or i'll just wait for tomorrow you know if you're just complacent and you know you don't have it together and that's i think that's where the problem starts getting bigger you know and i mean you know what like people do go through that little little funk you know it's okay it's okay okay it's okay to go through that funk but you know at the end of the day you got to snap you got to snap out of it and just try to grow man keep growing within yourself try to help other people grow with you you know you just don't want to be the only one to grow like if you have if you have a lot of um if you have a lot of uh, information to give to, that can help people grow, man, just do it, man. Because if that person grows, man, that means you grow. If your group grows, that, that means everybody grows. You know, that's what you want as a person, as somebody that's trying to have a great life, you know. So let's go back a little bit, right? You mentioned how that, like, you got to grow by yourself sometimes and you got to focus on yourself. Sometimes you got to take that step away from somebody and it's going to hurt that person. It's going to hurt you. But at the end of the day, you really got to tell them, like, this is what I need. And I'm sorry that I couldn't be that for you. But in the long run, you know, another Gibeon song, at least we tried. At least we tried this. And at least you know that I gave you what I could. At the end of the day, if you want to wait, okay. If you don't, then maybe our paths will cross again one day. But I can't guarantee that, and I can't guarantee you anything more than what I've given you at this point. Right, right. Man, I really appreciate you coming on. I really appreciate you coming through, and I feel like the conversation we had was very insightful. Right, right. It was one of those where it just flowed, bro, and it's something something that I needed, Mm -hmm. to be honest, Mm -hmm. because I hit that point where it's, I'm so far past that, you know, you're under me, but I'm not over you. I'm so far past that trying to be trying to be all that i can be for you and it's like yes i see all that shit and i want to be everything i can be but sometimes it's hard 
and then remind me. I see that in people. I see when people break up with their boyfriend or girlfriend and they're all hurt and they're trying to get, you know, move on to some new shit. Just trying to get back at them. We're just trying to do things to, like, you know, keep growing, thinking it'll help and stuff like that. And we've all hit that point where it's at least we tried. At least we tried to make it work. And like I said, I'm sorry that it couldn't work. I'm sorry that maybe what I did to you was not right. Those feelings that I did have for you were real, but it wasn't enough. No, of course. And just like I said, I want to leave people with this, you know, that I'm not ready. It's okay. It's okay to not be ready. It's okay to be flawed. And at the end of the day, like I said, that's all that some people need. And that's the only reason that some people can give. Right. Thank you, bro. I appreciate you. you. That's going to be all today, guys. Thank you for watching Sad Boy Radio. Make sure you go ahead, like, comment, and subscribe. And remember, it's okay not to be ready. Sad Boys for real. Peace out. This is Sad Boy Radio.